Romans chapters 8 through 10 is today's Bible reading. From the Amplified Bible. Take just a minute. Or two. Or ten. And pray. Dear Jesus. Help me understand your word. The words I'm reading today. Help me to love others. As you have. And do. Love me. Amen. Romans chapter 8 is where we began reading today. Escape from bondage. 1 Therefore there is now no condemnation, no guilty verdict, no punishment, for those who are in Christ Jesus, who believe in Him as personal Lord and Savior. 2 For the law of the Spirit of life, which is, in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being, has set you free from the law of sin and of death. 3 For what the law could not do, that is, overcome sin and remove its penalty, its power, being weakened by the flesh, man's nature without the Holy Spirit, God did, He sent His own Son in the likeness of sinful man as an offering for sin. And He condemned sin in the flesh, subdued it and overcame it in the person of His own Son, for so that the, righteous and just, requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not live our lives in the ways of the flesh, guided by worldliness and our sinful nature, but, live our lives, in the ways of the Spirit, guided by His power. 5 For those who are living according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, which gratify the body, but those who are living according to the Spirit, set their minds on, the things of the Spirit, His will and purpose. 6 Now the mind of the flesh is death, both now and forever, because it pursues sin, but the mind of the Spirit is life and peace, the spiritual well-being that comes from walking with God, both now and forever. 7 The mind of the flesh, with its sinful pursuits, is actively hostile to God. It does not submit itself to God's law, since it cannot, aid in those who are in the flesh, living a life that caters to sinful appetites and impulses, cannot please God. 9 However, you are not, living, in the flesh, controlled by the sinful nature, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God lives in you, directing and guiding you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him, and is not a child of God. 10 If Christ lives in you, though your, natural, body is dead because of sin, your spirit is alive because of righteousness, which He provides. 11 And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit, who lives in you. 12 So then, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but not to our flesh, our human nature, our worldliness, our sinful capacity, to live according to the, impulses of the, flesh, our nature without the Holy Spirit. 13 For if you are living according to the, impulses of the, flesh, you are going to die. But if, you are living, by the, power of the Holy, Spirit you are habitually putting to death the sinful deeds of the body, you will, really, live forever. 14 For all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. 15 For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading again to fear, of God's judgment, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, the spirit producing sonship, by which we, joyfully, cry, Abba. Father. 16 The Spirit Himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit, assuring us, that we, believers, are children of God. 17 And if, we are His, children, then we are His, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, sharing His spiritual blessing and inheritance, if indeed we share in His suffering so that we may also share in His glory. 18 For I consider, from the standpoint of faith, that the sufferings of the present life are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us. 19 For, even the whole, creation, all nature, waits eagerly for the children of God to be revealed. 20 For the creation was subjected to frustration and futility, not willingly, because of some intentional fault on its part, but by the will of Him who subjected it, 
in hope 21 that the creation itself will also be freed from its bondage to decay, and gain entrance, into the glorious freedom of the children of God. 22 For we know that the whole creation has been moaning together as in the pains of childbirth until now. 23 And not only this, but we too, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, a joyful indication of the blessings to come, even we groan inwardly, as we wait eagerly for, the sign of, our adoption as sons, the redemption and transformation of our body, at the resurrection. 24 For in this hope we were saved, by faith. But hope, the object of, which is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he already sees? 25 But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. Our victory in Christ. 26 inches the same way the Spirit, comes to us and, helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should, but the Spirit Himself, knows our need and at the right time, intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. 27 And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because the Spirit intercedes, before God, on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will. 28 And we know, with great confidence, that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together, as a plan, for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to His plan and purpose. 29 For those whom He foreknew, and loved and chose beforehand, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son and ultimately share in His complete sanctification, so that He would be the firstborn, the most beloved and honoured, among many believers. 30 And those whom He predestined, He also called, and those whom He called, He also justified, declared free of the guilt of sin, and those whom He justified, He also glorified, raising them to a heavenly dignity. 31 What then shall we say to all these things? If God is for us, who can be, successful, against us? 32 He who did not spare, even, His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, how will He not also, along with Him, graciously give us all things? 33 Who will bring any charge against God's elect, His chosen ones? It is God who justifies us, declaring us blameless and putting us in a right relationship with Himself. 34 Who is the one who condemns us? Christ Jesus is the one who died, to pay our penalty, and more than that, who was raised, from the dead, and who is at the right hand of God interceding, with the Father, for us. 35 Who shall ever separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? 36 Just as it is written and forever remains written. For your sake we are put to death all day long. We are regarded as sheep for the slaughter. 37 Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through Him who loved us, so much that He died for us. 38 For I am convinced, and continue to be convinced, beyond any doubt, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers, 39 nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, will be able to separate us from the, unlimited, love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 9. Concern for Israel. 1 I am telling the truth in Christ, I am not lying, my conscience testifies with me, enlightened and prompted, by the Holy Spirit, Two that I have great sorrow and unceasing anguish in my heart. Three four, if it were possible, I would wish that I myself were accursed, separated, vanished, from Christ for the sake, of the salvation, of my brothers, my natural kinsmen, four who are Israelites, to whom belongs the adoption as sons, the glory, Shekinah, the, special, covenants, with Abraham, Moses, and David, the giving of the law, the, system of temple, worship, and the original promises. 5 To them belong the patriarchs, and from them, according to his natural descent, came the Christ, the Messiah, 
the Anointed, He who is exalted and supreme over all, God blessed forever. Amen. 6 However, it is not as though God's word has failed, coming to nothing. For not all who are descended from Israel, Jacob, are, the true, Israel. 7 And they are not all the children of Abraham because they are his descendants, by blood, but, the promise was, your descendants will be named through Isaac, though Abraham had other sons. 8 That is, it is not the children of the body, Abraham's natural descendants, who are God's children, but it is the children of the promise who are counted as, Abraham's true, descendants. 9 For this is what the promise said, about this time, next year, I will come, and Sarah shall have a son. 10 And then not only that, but this too, Rebekah conceived twin sons by one man, under the same circumstances, by our father Isaac. 11 And though the twins were not yet born and had not done anything either good or bad, so that God's purpose, His choice, His election, would stand, not because of works, done by either child, but because of, the plan of, Him who calls them. 12 It was said to her, The older, Esau, will serve the younger, Jacob. 13 As it is written and forever remains written, Jacob I loved, chose, protected, blessed, but Esau I hated, held in disregard compared to Jacob. 14 What shall we say then? Is there injustice with God? Certainly not. 15 For he says to Moses, I will have mercy on whomever I have mercy, and I will have compassion on whomever I have compassion. 16 So then God's choice is not dependent on human will nor on human effort, the totality of human striving, but on God who shows mercy, to whomever he chooses, it is his sovereign gift. 17 For the scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose, to display my power in, dealing with, you, and so that my name would be proclaimed in all the earth. 18 So then, he has mercy on whom he wills, chooses, and he hardens, the heart of, whom he wills. 19 You will say to me then, why does he still blame me, for sinning? For who, including myself, has, ever, resisted his will and purpose? 20 On the contrary, who are you, O man, who answers, arrogantly, back to God and dares to defy him? Will the thing which is formed say to him who formed it, why have you made me like this? 21 Does the potter not have the right over the clay, to make from the same lump, of clay, one object for honorable use, something beautiful or distinctive, and another for common use, something ordinary or menial? 22 What if God, although willing to show his, terrible, wrath and to make his power known, has tolerated with great patience the objects of his wrath, which are, prepared for destruction? 23 And what if he has done so to make known the riches of his glory to the objects of his mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory, 24 including us, whom he also called, not only from among the Jews, but also from among the Gentiles? 25 Just as he says in, the writings of the prophet, Hosea, I will call those who were not my people, my people. And, I will call, her who was not beloved, beloved. 26 And it shall be that in the place where it was said to them, You are not my people. There they shall be called sons of the living God. 27 And Isaiah calls out concerning Israel, Though the number of the sons of Israel be like the sand of the sea, it is only the remnant, a small believing minority, that will be saved, from God's judgment. 28 For the Lord will execute His word upon the earth, He will conclude His dealings with mankind, completely and without delay. 29 It is as Isaiah foretold. If the Lord of hosts had not left us seed, future generations from which a believing remnant of Israelites came. We would have become like Sodom, and would have resembled Gomorrah, totally rejected and destroyed. 30 What shall we say then? That Gentiles, who did not pursue righteousness, who did not seek salvation and a right relationship with God, nevertheless, obtained righteousness, that is, the righteousness which is produced by faith. 31 Whereas Israel, though always, pursuing the law of righteousness, 
did not succeed in fulfilling the law. 32 And why not? Because it was not by faith, that they pursued it, but as though it were by works, relying on the merit of their works instead of their faith. They stumbled over the stumbling stone, Jesus Christ. 33 As it is written and forever remains written. Behold I am laying in Zion a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. And he who believes in him, whoever adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him, will not be disappointed, in his expectations. Romans 10. The word of faith brings salvation. 1 Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for Israel is for their salvation. 2 For I testify about them that they have a certain enthusiasm for God, but not in accordance with, correct and vital, knowledge, about Him and His purposes. 3 For not knowing about God's righteousness, which is based on faith, and seeking to establish their own, righteousness based on works, they did not submit to God's righteousness. 4 For Christ is the end of the law, it leads to Him and its purposes fulfilled in Him, 4 Granting, righteousness to everyone who believes, in Him as Saviour. 5 For Moses writes that the man who practices the righteousness which is based on law, with all its intricate demands, shall live by it. 6 But the righteousness based on faith, which produces a right relationship with Him, says the following, Do not say in your heart, Who will ascend into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down, 7 Or, Who will descend into the abyss? That is, to bring Christ up from the dead, as if we had to be saved by our own efforts, doing the impossible. 8 But what does it say? The Word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart that is, the Word, the message, the basis, of faith which we preach, 9 Because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing His power, authority, and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. 10 For with the heart a person believes, in Christ as Saviour, resulting in His justification, that is, being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God, and with the mouth he acknowledges and confesses, his faith openly, resulting in and confirming, his, salvation. 11 For the Scripture says, whoever believes in him, whoever adheres to, trusts in, and relies on him, will not be disappointed, in his expectations. 12 For there is no distinction between Jew and Gentile, for the same Lord is Lord over all, of us, and, he is, abounding in riches, blessings, for all who call on him, in faith and prayer. 13 For whoever calls on the name of the Lord, in prayer, will be saved. 14 But how will people call on him in whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher, messenger? 15 And how will they preach unless they are commissioned and sent, for that purpose? Just as it is written and forever remains written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. 16 But they did not all pay attention to the good news, of salvation, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? 17 So faith comes from hearing, what is told, and what is heard comes by the, preaching of the, message concerning Christ. 18 But I say, did they not hear? Indeed they have. Their voice, that of creation bearing God's message, has gone out to all the earth. And their words to the farthest ends of the world. 19 But I say, did Israel fail to understand, that the gospel was to go also to the Gentiles? First Moses says, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation, Gentiles. With a nation that lacks understanding I will make you angry. 20 Then Isaiah is very bold and says, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown myself to those who did not, consciously, ask for me. 21 But of Israel he says, All day long I have stretched out my hands, in compassion, to a disobedient and obstinate people. Hashtag Amen. Read through. The Bible Together. The Bible is made of 66 books. 
The Old Testament has 39 books. The New Testament has 27 books. We will be reading the New Testament over the next 90 days together. Like, share, follow, and read. Bible 2 Go. It is our prayer that you come to know Jesus. Love and worship Jesus. Daily pray to Jesus. And share with others what Jesus has done for you. Amen. Read through the New Testament in 90 days. Every day with Bible to go. Read and listen with audio Bible to go. https colon slash slash Bible to go dot substack dot com slash archive. Ugm underscore source equals menu drop down. Thank you for being here, listening and reading the Bible daily with Bible to go. Sincerely Michael and Michelle Shell. Join us again tomorrow.